This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade, where each week we discuss the construction landscape here in Central Ohio. I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company. I'm here for your edutaining value and Ben Needenthal, our producer. Hi. Uh, how you doing? Good. Yeah. So the last few weeks, you know, we went through the the shows of flashing, uh, which was great, and then we we taught you how uh, to protect yourself from being electrocuted with our electrician. It's great. I'm and learning so all the things I've gotten I, wrong in my own home. So <laughs> <laughs> this That's this is going to be idea. me throwing myself under the bus all the time. This is really so. more for you than it is for our our <laughs> listeners and or viewers. This is personal edu- entertain ed- edutainment, right? So I'm going to yes. ask you this every week. I just want you to know. Okay. Uh, what What did you go home? What nugget did you take home with you last week, and how did you survive through it? Um, well, we talked a little bit about dimmer switches, and oh, that yeah. was uh, that's my favorite. Where, you love dimmer switches at home. I actually really <laughs> like them at home too. In here in my studio, I can't have them anywhere because they they cause uh, flashing issues, on, strobe on lights, strobing yeah. issues, um, which doesn't show up until post, and that's a real big problem. So that is, but yeah, uh, yeah so bright was, lights. Yes, okay. bright lights. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got a friend of mine here. I've known him for quite a while. He's joining us. Today day and you'll really get to get to know him but now now it gets expensive okay okay because we're going to start looking at how to outfit your home and change it on a big scale with uh, starting in bathrooms and with your plumbing fixtures and so forth so i've got chris reynolds with us he's with uh, bathworks which is plumbers and factory supply and uh he's joining us today so put your hands together for chris reynolds hey bryce thanks so much for having me on yeah, it's great to have you here. I've been wanting to get you in here for quite a while and get you on the program and, and hear what's going on, but the timing is really pretty good because you've got a lot of exciting things happening. Yeah, timing is perfect. Just opened up our new showroom and uh, really looking forward to talking to people about it and getting people in. Yeah, well, I was over there last week, and it's impressive. It's it's unlike anything that is in Columbus right now. It's really state-of-the-art. It makes you feel like you've gone to New York City or Chicago and looking at, at the showrooms that they have there. So it was really exciting to see. Thank you very much. It's been yeah. a labor of love, and a lot of people working really hard on making it what it yeah. is. Yeah, well, what got you guys to do that? Because a little bit of history of the company, before we get into why you did this, so let's talk about the evolution of the company, because 1932 – yeah. Isn't that right, when you yeah. guys started? Since and 1932. And you're fourth or fifth generation? Fifth generation. Yeah. So, so you're my, you're part of the family. Yeah. My great-great-grandfather started the business um, really through or after his retirement um, in the military. Okay. So um, happy to be carrying the mantle for the family. Yeah. And uh, it's a wonderful industry, wonderful business, and lots of great people in it. Yeah, well, I found an old image uh, on your website that really caught my eye, uh, the original store, Plumbers and Factory Supply, Inc., and there's a couple uh, company vehicles out there. It, do you still drive one of those to work every day? You know, I wish I drove one of those to work every day. <laughs> it's a pretty handsome-looking truck. You yeah, don't see is. them like that anymore. Anything <laughs> with the company name on it, you know, that, that'd work. Yeah, well, very good. Well, you've got a good team over there. So talk about how you built the team, and I know I met your father originally, Bill, uh, who is running? Is he still involved? Uh, he is still involved, although yeah, uh, seasonally, I'd yeah. say. So <laughs> it's uh, good for him. I'm happy for him, but you know he is he is still involved and still very much a part of it. But well, he's left things in your capable hands. Yeah, right. Uh, so that's good. So you've got a, a good team of people, very well uh, versed in the knowledge of plumbing, the fixtures, and everything that goes along with it. How do you attract people like that to your business? You know. It is tough to find people, and we are very fortunate to have a lot of people that work for us that have been with us for 
10, 20, 30, even 40 years. Wow. So there's a lot of knowledge base that we've got in the company, and we're very grateful to have that. So your reputation in town has also remained pretty solid. And how have you maintained that? Uh, You know, we just, we treat everybody the way that we'd like to be treated. Yeah, um, it's a good motto. Absolutely. And every every customer of ours is our most important customer, and uh, it's something that I hope um, really kind of emanates throughout our company. Yeah. Uh, and so you've got a process as well that you take people through uh, when they come into the showroom because, you know, obviously you're right off of Morse Road. Yep. I shouldn't say obviously, but they're off of Morse Road. <laughs> and uh, you've been there for a while, but now with your new showroom, you're right, you're right on the front of Morse Road. So you, right. you've got this big storefront that you see, which uh, is very inviting, which we've got there. Yeah, and we're happy to be there uh, for a long time. We moved to this location in 1992 or 91, um, and we're kind of set back from the street. So uh, we finally were able to buy the parcel in front of us and moved our mm-hmm. showroom into that space and uh, has done wonders for our you know, curb appeal and uh, yeah. you know, people notice it a whole lot better. So. so you get the foot traffic in there and back to the process of, of yeah. what happens. Someone walks in and, and what do you do from there? Yeah, so through our showroom we really handle a bunch of different type of clients from uh, walk-in traffic and homeowners to plumbing contractors, builders, mm-hmm. remodelers, designers, architects. And so that requires us to treat each constituency a little bit differently. They, they all have different expectations. Mm-hmm. And so our customer, excuse me, our employees are, are very well versed in how to read the customer types that come in here, develop relationships, and kind of navigate through the process the way that they'd like to navigate it. Very good. And when when uh, Plumbers and Factory was or- originated, was that more geared to supply plumbers with the material versus the homeowner? Yeah, the landscape has changed quite a bit since our company's founding. And at that time, it was really the plumber that was specking everything mm-hmm. that went on. And really, the well, because there were three faucets. Yeah, right? really, there <laughs> were there was not nearly the breadth of product that there is today. Right. And uh, you know, we were into different things then. Also, our name. Plumbers and factory supplies, which seems archaic today, was mm-hmm. really what we were when the company was founded. There were many factories in town, and we supplied those factories with a number of different products. So yeah. um, it is a part of our lineage and our history that you know we're, we're proud to have. So when and how did the, the Bathworks name come to fruition? I joined the company in 2005, and at that time we went through um, kind of a first – well, not first, but first for me, kind of refit of our showroom, mm-hmm. at which time we renamed the showroom so that it was um, kind of maybe a little better description of what that was, what kind of resource that was in town. And so we landed on Bathworks, and um, it really doesn't tell the story of all that we do today as far as kitchen, bath, lighting, tile, all sorts of different things. But um, at that time, it, it really fit the bill. And we really upgraded our showroom to become a premier Kohler showroom at that time. Mm-hmm. And we went through another upgrade with that. I think it was sometime around 2013, 14, maybe. And then yeah. here we are today with a brand new build out and brand new space. Yeah. Impressive. Nice evolution. So you've, you've kind of had to stay on trend. Yeah, I you mean, know, over the years, necessary evil really in the showroom game. You mm-hmm. know, it was always changing, never finished. So it's um, 
something that keeps us on our toes. I have to I have to plug it because we're going to look at your lines of service, and there's a lot of different things that you carry here. And I'm going to pull up a slide there. That's the new showroom that you have in a lot of the tubs. And I will tell you, you provided me with a Bain Ultra tub many years ago. Uh, I think it was back in 2006 or seven, somewhere yeah. around there. Might have been sometime after that. But anyway, I, I got my Bain Ultra tub through you guys, and I love it. It's one of the best things I've ever put in. Now, interestingly enough, we talk about on the show enough how many tubs are coming out of master bathrooms because the amount of space they take up or the infrequency right. of use, uh, whatever it may be. But there are people like me who like to take a bath, um, and uh, I, the Bain Ultra is just killer amazing because it's yeah. got the uh, it's the air tub. And it has the heated backrest. It's got the chromotherapy. It's got the heat. Yeah, I think I said heated backrest, but it's got you know the, the all the little elements to it at that time. I absolutely love it. But mine's not a freestanding. Mine was uh -huh. was built in. And I think a lot of the tubs, from what you see here uh, on the screen that we're looking at, you got a lot of freestanding tubs. And I know when we put a tub in, and generally we have the client gravitate toward, hey, I want freestanding. I want freestanding plumbing fixture, and I want a, a cleaner cleaner look are you seeing mm -hmm. that as a consistent um purchase of folks when they are buying tubs or are you seeing more deck mounted tubs or inset tubs no, happening I, still we are seeing a continued growth in freestanding tubs i mm -hmm. think that it provides a really good look for a space yeah. and for a long time now we've seen people rip out the big you know two three person corner, corner. whirlpool, whirlpool <laughs> tub that yeah. uh, really got put in a lot in this market and took up a lot of space and like you said was not used with any frequency um, but a freestanding tub takes up a lot less space provides mm -hmm. a great look and um, is is not the only thing that people are putting in though we still see plenty of alcove units some um, deck mounted units as well it yeah. just depends on the space and the style mm -hmm. ben you got a tub you tub man uh no not as much i mean my kids in a tub but that's that's yeah. basically about the extent of it i'm a shower guy so. all right. All right. Okay. if i had a good tub though yeah i'd be down <laughs> get yourself a bane ultra man i can tell you where to go to get one yeah, yeah. bane yeah. ultras are great and yeah. uh, we've got a working one in our showroom and um really available for people to try out if they'd like to try before yeah. they buy you know, I think one of the things when I was in your showroom that really stood out, I really appreciated that you took the time to do was what's up on the screen uh, for folks to, to take a look at here. Um, and, and if you're listening to the podcast, I really encourage you to, to hop on YouTube and, and check this out so you can see what we're talking about. But there's the controls. You have an active shower room that shows how all the, the different shower heads work. So when you're when you're buying these things, it's a big investment in, in many cases. And you want to see how the water flows, what it actually does, versus just buying it, putting it in, and going, eh, I don't know, I like that. So you've given people a chance to really see how it flows. But what's what's really good for me is the behind the scenes stuff that you've provided access to which is the wall with the big clear panel on it that shows how this stuff is all plumbed because again it's a, it's the stuff you don't see that's that's the expensive stuff too the fixture is beautiful and that's what you see and feel when you're actually taking the shower or taking a bath whatever it might be but how the water gets there is well quite frankly more important than the fixture because uh, right. you got to have the supply but and when you have multiple shower heads uh, going on and, and multiple fixtures here and there um, there's complexity to that plumbing and there's cost associated with it so that wall that you had that shows the digital thermostatic uh, multi-valve system in there it shows all that copper line how it's run and routed 
it's very involved and that's not a do-it-yourself kind of thing uh, right that, that is without question a, a, a licensed plumber should be stepping in and doing that if you don't want your house to rot like your you know your deck did or your bar outside yep. that you made out of paper mache yeah so you know when you're when you're looking at building something and doing it right this is a beautiful way of showing the homeowner this is what's involved you want this this is what's involved now obviously there's a lot going on in your wall right <laughs> right yeah there is a ton going on in that wall and yeah. it is not indicative of what a typical homeowner would see installed in yeah. their home True. Um, so our there were a couple things that were very important to us in this showroom build out one was a lot of functional displays so that mm -hmm. people could touch it feel it use it see what it does yeah um, and also to show what drives it and a lot of our or our shower display here is driven by Kohler's DTV digital thermostatic valve showering system mm -hmm. and that is the plumbing that you see behind the wall and that would what you see on that slide really drives I'd say maybe 20 different fixtures mm -hmm. functional fixtures so typical homeowner would not have that many in their house although it's not outside of the bounds of reason that, right. that someone would trim out their shower that would be an exceptional project but um it really is neat to see it yeah it's it's great to be able to yeah feast your eyes on it and see what's behind the wall because you, you never see that right um so to see that in your showroom is really wonderful now these uh dt uh dtv valve systems right here do they normally make noise in the wall um, there is not a lot of noise in our space. You can hear the valves shut on and mm -hmm. or shut off and turn on um, simply because of where they're located. But mm -hmm. they can be remotely located and in a space where you really don't hear that. Yeah. But um, you can, but it's you know split second noise when yeah. it shuts off. Interesting. Yeah. And then these tubs that you have up on the platforms, those are actually operable, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. on that platform, we've got. Um, up front a freestanding soaking tub uh, in the middle is an kind of a, a take on an air tub it's mm -hmm. a mansfield microderm uh, tub which is really neat that we have that one functional because it injects micro bubbles into the water which uh, get down in your pores and lift out dirt and and grime um, it works it is so effective that you can take a basket full of your jewelry when it's on put it down in there and it will clean your jewelry really yeah it's, huh. it's really neat that's assuming someone has a basket of jewelry right yeah, yeah. exactly yeah well, that's pretty amazing you, can, you know <laughs> my wife is gonna say see he said he, i need a basket of jewelry otherwise i can't <laughs> figure out i've how gotten to... you into trouble i'm sorry <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of guys are in trouble right now if their wives are watching i'm supposed to have a basket of jewelry and this tub so to clean it in that's awesome. Uh, jewelry cleaning tub. And well, you're over your the hump of Valentine's Day, so you're, you're <laughs> off the hook for another year. <laughs> and, you know, ironically, my wife's birthday is the week before mm. Valentine's Day. So Christmas, yeah, I got I got some time to save up. Right. Whew, what do we want first, a tub or, or what else? Uh, but the rest of tub. I'd yeah, tub. I know you'd say a tub. Gosh darn it. But what do I clean? If I don't have jewelry to clean in there, I don't I don't know. It's the carton, the chicken or the egg here. <laughs> Either way, I'm in trouble, Ben. I need you to help me get out of this pickle. Um, here's another uh, t uh, a look at your showroom there where you've got vanity displays. And, mm -hmm. and one of the things that's really cool in this image is the combination of, of color. You know, the, the polished brass was something that was here forever. The 80s, it was, it was oak and brass everything was and mm -hmm. and that 
obviously as stuff we're tearing out left and right of homes. However, brass has kind of reared its head again in a new way, and it's a contemporary polished or uh, antique brass that seems to be kind of taking over the market. And what we're looking at, um, you know, in this image here is you've got a you've got a vanity that's the white, you know, people like the bright colors or a, a gray or, you know, softer tones. And it has a lot of those uh, brushed brass fixtures in mm. it. That's hard to say. Uh, yeah. But you've got that brushed brass in there and it really looks fantastic. Are you seeing movement in that market? Yeah, we have seen a lot, um, a lot in the market pick up that tone again and i think when manufacturers first started to release that there was a collective groan from a lot of people saying oh yeah. we're going down this road again but um it is very different than the polished brass that that you might oh, yeah. remember uh the yep. brushed brushed brass um really is striking and i think when we finished that suite in particular um the colors that all went together with it i think it is really striking and um yeah probably surprised sharp. a lot of people um not who didn't have great expectations for how that suite was going to end up but i think it is among the most handsome suites in our showroom well i i think of people my generation that grew up around all of it we tried to get away from it and um you know, when I heard brass is back, I went, no, it's not. It's not going to stay. I don't believe you. You know, there's all those of us that have money now aren't going to spend our money on that because it's a it's poison to us. But reality is uh, they, they've evolved it to, like you said, it's very appealing. And um, those accent pieces really look sharp. And we find ourselves doing it in a lot of projects for homeowners. And quite frankly, I had to admit it, I'd, I'd put it in my home. I, I like the antique brass in particular. That's mm -hmm. a little more vintagey looking because I'm a, more of an industrial, you know, salvaged uh barnwoody type of guy. Um, I don't even know how you describe my... Uh, my style, like your truck that you had in that first picture, that's yeah. totally what I would drive. <laughs> I think I was born in that era. Uh, but anyway, you know, kind of looking at what you've got in the showroom, there's a little bit of everything. There's still the, the polished chrome, which is mm -hmm. classic, and a lot of the finishes. So it's a really great space for you to go when you're, um, you're not necessarily wanting to continue surfing online at images, but you want to go in and touch and feel some of the stuff. Because a picture is great, but touching it, feeling it, and seeing how it operates Man, that's a, a beautiful place to do that. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, uh, let's take let's see what, what else we got here. Yeah, there it is again. That's another view of that area that's got that that uh, brushed brass. But look at that freestanding uh, tub filler. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, really, with Kohler in particular, they do a great job of trimming out an entire family of products um, and making it available in in a particular finish. In this case, obviously polished brass or excuse me, brushed bronze, brushed brass. Um, so that you can get everything down to the the pulls on the cabinet, the, all the accessories, the toilet paper holder, the hand towel holders, everything you can finish out, uh, one brand, one finish, and not every manufacturer can say that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is a good time to do um, everybody's favorite part of the show. Ben, do you know what time it is? Uh, would it be the tip of the week? It's time for the tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. With winter wrapping up, don't get fooled by a warm day here and there. Make sure your hoses stay disconnected from hose bibs and turn the water supply off to the hose bib to prevent ruptured lines from freezing. That's smart. Yeah. Now, yeah. are you going to go home and do that? Or are you like, oh, crud. My I, hose I, is still I, I connected. winterized my home uh, in November. That's, that's my typical yearly thing. Yeah? So, yeah. All right. Well, 
yeah. we got to take care of those those lines. So gotcha. this keeps you safe on the inside because you probably don't sell many hoses or hose bibs. Uh, we do sell a lot of hose bibs. Do you it, really? It is it is fantastic. <laughs> I advice. learned something new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a I didn't see that display supply. in your showroom. Yeah, not not so much in the showroom, <laughs> but on the wholesale side, our service counter we sell a lot of hose bibs and. Yeah. Uh, it is. That's a great tip of the week because that, unfortunately, is the gift that keeps on giving. You know, if you have a line that freezes up and stays frozen for a little while, it's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. As soon as that defrosts, you know, you're going to have a lot of water where you don't want it, and that can be very costly. So. Well, I know that um, I've done. I've made this mistake before. I do have shut off valves in my house, but I've been a ding dong and left my hose connected to the hose bib through the winter, mm-hmm. and it just it corrodes up on there. And it's so difficult to take off. And, uh, you know, I got to get my pliers out and crank on that thing to get the, the hose disconnected. And I didn't use the hose the whole winter. I was just lazy. Yeah. And late fall is what it boiled down to. You know, this well, is a, the need to use your hose in the winter is limited anyway. So might as well disconnect it and sleep well. Put it, yeah, put it away. <laughs> you know, um, I drove past a home. I live in Worthington, and this is a few years back, but I drove past a home where I would venture a guess that these people go to Florida or somewhere over the winter because they had their hose bib had ruptured and it was leaking and spraying water up the side of the house mm-hmm. and it created this enormous um like an ice sculpture. Yeah. yeah, it was oh, like well <laughs> Yeah, it was more like an iceberg. Ugh. I mean it was way <laughs> up the side of the house and I, I couldn't imagine what was going on inside the house, oh. but it was on the side of the home where you know, I drove by a couple times and I was like, What is that? And then a few days later it was so massive that I went, Oh my gosh, they've got a ruptured, you know, hose bib and they've got water. It's gotta be flooding the basement. Oh. And so, you know, that you know, obviously uh, I don't know what happened. I didn't you know, break into the house and, and, and I didn't know who it was, but I saw yeah. it in my neighborhood and went, Oh man, there's a remodeling project waiting to happen. <laughs> right. So Did you leave your card on the door. <laughs> yeah, I just stuffed it in the ice, <laughs> let it kind of whoop, laminate over it. Nice. <laughs> well, as a quick aside to that, you know, on the, on the wholesale side, we do sell a lot of sump pumps and there is a lot of in throughout our business, a lot of technology that's been kind of incorporated into products. And we've got some some pumps that are connected to Wi-Fi that you can you know download an app on your phone and it will tell you how much the pump is running, whether there's a problem, you know, and and so especially for people that are away for the winter, yeah. they can it's be notified and and call a plumber or somebody to to let a plumber into their home. That that is good to good to uh, uh, good to have for sure. You know, and one other product I, I should mm-hmm. mention that's fairly new. It's called Mow and Flow, and you put it in line. Um, in your home and also it will communicate to you if there's a problem but it will also shut off water if there's a significant Hmm. drop in pressure in the line so that also is kind of a inexpensive insurance policy against that very thing happening yeah nobody wants to come home to a a basement full of water that could have been a prevented. A pool in the basement? Yes, no. that would be bad. Yeah, it would be, especially if it's not planned. Right. Yeah, yeah. move the furniture out. You don't <laughs> want want that in the pool. So um, your lines of service that you have, I kind of pull a slide up here to take a look at because there's a ton of things. And, and you could add hose bibs to it now, uh, you know, yeah. according to uh, there just wasn't enough space apparently. But, you know, you talked about tubs a little bit and some other areas. Uh, I, I want to talk about the fixtures themselves. Because you got a heck of a display there. I mean, again, the, the image that we're showing here is looking in, in the in the in the uh, 
um, background there, you see that shower area where you have the active valves mm-hmm. um, and shower heads for uh, display. And then, of course, up in the, in the foreground here, we've got different sinks and faucets for bathrooms primarily. Mm-hmm. But it's what a great way to see everything. Yeah, I, I do like the way that that's laid out from a spectrum point of view because we do show you know, a lot of available finishes, chrome, brushed nickel, which is still very popular, um, and black, which you kind of see in the background mm-hmm. there, which the matte black is really making a push in the market yeah. also. And that's yeah. certainly has to fit a particular style of home, but uh, really looks sharp as well. Well, with a lot of the uh, the black frame shower systems going in now, mm-hmm. you know, you got the, the, the clear glass, but they've done a black frame around that really make that look industrial. The black is, you know, we're seeing, seeing that combination come into space quite frequently. It's beautiful stuff. So I'm curious because you got a lot of inventory on display. Mm-hmm. How often do you have to rotate that out to stay current or do you have the styles change or discontinue or, you know, you've got to stay on the ball, I would imagine. Absolutely. And we represent a number of different manufacturers and they're all on similar but different schedules. You know, the big kitchen and bath show has happened. And so a lot of manufacturers come out with new product around that time of year. Mm -hmm. And so we always have a big swap out in the fall and in the spring. So we're getting near one now and it's not a big grand scale change to the products in our showroom, but we're always changing things out and making sure that we're, um, on target with everything that's new and interesting. Now, are these items where someone's going to walk in and they go down this little aisle here and they go, oh, I love this faucet, and then they pull that drawer open underneath and there's that faucet packaged up for them and off they go with it? Or is, they, is this all special order? No, most of it is special order. We do keep inventory on some okay. on some faster-moving products because mm-hmm. we do get people in there, um, especially on Saturdays, that kind of need to grab something and go. Yeah. Um, but there are just so many different options and so many different colors any one of those faucets there will come in a single hole, a four-inch widespread or four-inch spread, and a eight-inch widespread, in all those different colors. And there's really no way to mm-hmm. uh, feasibly or economically inventory all that. So um, a lot of it is special order, and and lead times vary. So yeah, uh, we can get some things in pretty quickly, but other things have a little bit longer lead a time. Bit of lead time. Yeah. Yeah. So some kitchen faucets. This was a cool display because they're all operable as well, and you have that one long trough kitchen sink. Yeah, that was an exciting day when we uh, installed that. I would think so. It's a custom um, basin from LK, stainless steel, and the walls were built out before that sink came, and so there was a everybody was holding their breath a little (laughs) bit to see how well that (laughs) fit fit. in. Fortunately, yeah. everybody was down to the millimeter on that one. So Measure 20 times, cut once. Right. right. Yeah. It's a, that's an important one to do that with because uh, that was a fabulous fabulous sink um, for you to be able to display this. Now, no one's ever going to put something like that in their house, I can't imagine, or even a restaurant because how, how long is that thing? Is it about 15 feet? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got to be around that. Yeah. yeah. But pretty massive. To that point, LK will custom make sinks for somebody that want i mean they've done them in all sorts of shapes and yeah, sizes it's true yeah seems some in the shape of the state of texas mm-hmm. which you know they probably sell pretty well in texas but not anywhere else <laughs> um but we were really thrilled to be able to install this working display for kitchen faucets because um it's important in the shower as well but in the kitchen um, every faucet has a different spray pattern and some of them are really unique and really neat and it's nice to show that and a lot of these different faucets have 
different capabilities as well to touch to turn on and off motion turn on and off um, a lot of a lot of neat different things you see the more commercial mm-hmm. looking product there um, which we've seen a lot of, uh, of people go for that look in their kitchens yeah. or their entertainment um, prep sink areas but uh, really neat space to be able to allow someone to touch and feel and try now I noticed you had some really unique things. It's not an image we're looking at, but you had a really unique faucet that had kind of the pull down, and there's a large wheel mm-hmm. that it pulls over. Do you really sell many of those? Uh, we sell that here and there. It's an expensive faucet, but yeah. that's that's a really interesting line called Waterstone. Mm-hmm. And the guy that created that line uh, was retired from the Navy, and everything is handmade out of solid brass in California. And a lot of his designs are based on inspirations nautical inspirations or inspirations mm-hmm. that he saw in the navy the tall faucet kitchen faucet that you see there is called the gantry and it's got a big kind of pull down aspect to it and this one that ha- yeah that towers above everything else right yeah and that's okay. really neat too i mean the feel of that is really unique um really nice product but the, mm-hmm. the wheel faucet that you're talking about not shown in this picture is a really cool faucet and we have have seen a couple people buy them here and there. One one homeowner, I think, put three or four of them in his house. You know, obviously a very really? big house. Yeah, you know, a couple kitchens in his house and entertainment sinks, but he really liked it. So I guess if you have four of them, right, you better right. like it. Yeah, but it is, it's worth seeing. It's really neat. And what do you have in your house? Um, I've got a bridge faucet in yeah. my house, which has limited functionality. It does not have a. <laughs> It does not have a side spray or a spray feature uh-huh. to it, which I think makes a big difference in a kitchen. So yeah. um, I won't change that out until I change out my uh, granite countertops. But the that, holes are there. Yeah, that, that will yeah. happen. So <laughs> spray is well, a big good. deal. Very good. All right. So glancing just through the lines of service, we've looked at a few things from faucets and sinks and and so on. Let's take a look at the shower. Let's get a close up of that area because it's such a neat, neat little area. You've got all the body sprays, the rain heads. A uh, little bit of everything. You know, uh, the rain shower heads, how much movement do you see in these? The um, gravity-controlled uh, rain head. Gravity-controlled rain head. Yeah, so the ones where you don't have pressure. Because uh, oh, I know I I've been in them where you have the actual pressure coming out. It's mm-hmm. not like real rain. Right. And then you have the gravity-fed ones gotcha. where it drips on you. Uh, and uh, homeowners don't seem to know the difference of that because they go to a hotel or something and say, oh, I used a rain head. And they pick the rain head, we put it in, and they're like, there's no pressure. We're like, that's the rain head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you're right. And it's another reason why it's really important to see it and yep. see how it functions because we do have a range of those also. Um, and it all depends on what you want. I mean, some people want a nice light rain-type feel, and others want more pressure coming out. But mm-hmm. uh, we find that a rain head is typically installed in a in a shower that also has a standard shower head. Um, right. It's not the only shower say, head. Yeah. Right, that you cannot wash the shampoo or conditioner out of your hair with a rain head. And I, I guess you could as, as long as it was a pressurized one and or not there all straight day. down if, it, if there was some angle to it. Yeah, right. Or yeah. else you're there all day. But um, it is a nice addition to mm-hmm. a shower and really helps to make a spa-like feel. Um, in this this slide, the rain head furthest to the right, it's kind of it has three rain heads coming mm-hmm. down in an array. Yeah. That one was really neat, and I didn't realize how it functioned exactly until we installed it and had water running through it. Because there are lights in the bottom of that shower head, each one of those three shower heads, 
that are driven by water flow through the unit. Hmm. So it's not hooked up to power, but when water flows through it, it lights up and it looks really cool. Hmm. What What's the purpose of it? To I, look cool? I think just to look cool. All yeah, right. So just, the, the light isn't taking years of life off of you or adding years of life to you. It's not the fountain of youth. No, not it's, a vitamin D light either, maybe. That's yeah. a, something that might sell well <laughs> in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it might. It might. So, uh, Ben, you're a shower guy. You know, we learned that the kids t- use the bathtub, you use a shower. You got any crazy shower heads or anything like that? Or just a standard no, shower I head? I used kinda? to have one that kind of looked like the, the USS Enterprise uh, oh, yeah. that I had installed. But uh, after time, it started to sag and the piping was bad. It was a too heavy for its uh, it mount, huh? Home improvement special. Yeah, or, it's supposed uh, to do pull ups uh, in the morning. home improvement special is what that well, was. Well, there you so. go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, I'll tell you, in remodeling and in product, you get what you pay for. And I know that your your parts are all good. You stand behind it. You know, that's one of the reasons we like to partner with uh, folks like you is to make sure that the pieces that go into our our client's home really are representing a good quality product. So, yeah, pretty amazing. And then, you know, the lighting. The lighting is something that's really interesting in the shower. So here's a shower you had um, that I saw when I was there. That you have the three three lights in it. What? Just cool again, or is that chromotherapy supposed to, you know, change your mood in the morning? Yeah, the, there is a chromotherapy aspect to that. Mm-hmm. And that, that light in that very functional shower is part of a thermosol steam bath system. And so there's a steam generator in there as well. And in that lighting array, there is a speaker also that you can drive your music through mm-hmm. uh, Bluetooth through the controller in there. And those lights do change. So although you see the blue, green, and, and red lights there, it does give a white light to the space. But you can also change that all across the spectrum um, of light. So it could be all red, all green, all blue, but it will also um, react to the music that you're playing through the system if you want it to. So in a, in a big shower with lots of steam going, you're playing your music through your steam generator, um, the light will kind of beat to the dance, beat to the sound that you're <laughs> listening to, and it, it looks really cool in a steam room. Huh. And again, I, I, the, key wor- the key words looks cool. Um, and that's, you know, what a lot of people are doing in their showers is looking cool. And, and you see on the right-hand side here, everything's digitally controlled. Mm-hmm. It appears you don't have the valves in the wall to clean around, but you've got a lot of supplies right. in here. The body sprays. Have you found that you're selling more body sprays or therapy in showers with the reduction of people putting tubs in? Uh, yeah. I think when people are pulling tubs out, they're putting that money into creating a really nice bigger shower. Because mm-hmm. we see, you know, obviously you're you're removing a lot of dead space if you don't use your tub and you can repurpose that for a bigger shower. Right. And right. so it does, a lot of people are, are creating a more spa-like atmosphere in their rooms, and I think steam goes a long way to achieve that also. It is a fairly inexpensive way and water-saving way to really create that feel mm-hmm. in your own space. Yeah, I think I've heard from homeowners quite a bit why they're, while they're doing their project or what's inspired the project is they travel. And the places that they've traveled to, the bathroom's more luxurious than the one that they spend their time in at their home. Mm-hmm. And they want to either match that or, you know, I've had the wife say, I want him to have a bathroom that he wants to come home to instead of, like, wanting to travel to. So yeah. I see my husband more vice versa. Uh, they want to have that luxury, that spa feeling in the morning. And 
and uh, you know something like this that we're looking at that has you know wide open space, the steam therapy, chromotherapy, body sprays. I think it'd be hard to leave the shower. Yeah, <laughs> uh, with depends on what you put in it, but it does. It can be a very functional, very enjoyable space in your home. Be interesting. Is there a career for someone to be a professional shower tester? Uh, you know. I, <laughs> I'd be interested in that. That'd be a good job, man. That'd be a great job. I'm sure it exists. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys could use a research person like that. I right. give you feedback, yeah. write a report. In the shower this morning when I had the body spray and my lower lumbar produced a great feeling the rest of the day. There you go. But you probably wouldn't have time to have it the rest of the day. You'd be in another <laughs> shower. Okay. All right. So, and you'd be all pruned up. So the, uh, the trade-offs of being a shower tester. Yeah. So right. in this picture as well. That Back is, on track. Thank you. There's a, that <laughs> is a Bain Ultra freestanding tub. And to your point earlier about therapies, mm. that is what Bain Ultra really leads with. I think that they would consider themselves kind of a, more of a therapy company than, a, than an air tub company. They put a lot into that. So there's chromotherapy in those tubs. Yep. Um, there is, um, well, I guess they call it aluminotherapy also. Um the air tub itself, um, aromatherapy in this tub. You can't see it in this picture, but there's a diffuser that's built into mm -hmm. the tub and you fill it with water and you put some essential oils in there and it will diffuse the smell of those oils as you're sitting in there. And so it's, they put a lot into it and uh, they do a really great job with it. Once again, a, a tub tester. There you go. You know, yeah. I'm back on that again. <laughs> there's career opportunities. <laughs> um, I want to talk a little bit about toilets because I'll tell you what, the, when I walked into your, into your showroom, you think of a toilet and you go, okay, it's a toilet, right? You know, it's the, put away, don't really need to talk about it too much, but your toilets, there's all kinds of different toilets out there. So I wanted to pull a few up to talk about because we've got things from wall mounted to round front to elongated to built in bidet seats to one that sings to you. Right. Um, you know, there's music in them there. They illuminate now so you can find it in the middle of the night when you can't see. So you don't even have to put your dimmers on. Mm. Uh, you just walk up to the <laughs> toilet and bloop, it illuminates and it says, right. please use me. Right. <laughs> you can go to the bathroom and do your thing. Good evening, and, and you, yeah, exactly. The seat lifts for you and it detects you're there and you do your thing and you walk away and it flushes for you. And right. I hope you feel better, Mr. Jacob. <laughs> Thank you very much. Toilet had no idea it would get this to this point, but right. You know, are, are people really sticking with more of a standard toilet? Or you see people really going off the, the deep end with these things and adding these, these elements? It really totally depends on your outlook on technology. You know, those, <laughs> those that um, really embrace technology mm -hmm. love it. And those that aren't as comfortable with it are happy to buy a standard toilet. And we're happy to be able to show the total spectrum Wide range, in our yeah. showroom of, of what is available from, as you said, wall hung we've got one installed in in a mm -hmm. functional bathroom to a standard toilet with a bidet seat on it to a total bidet toilet um, round front elongated comfort height there's a new uh, toilet from Kohler that is comfort height plus so it's even a little higher mm -hmm. um, and so all of those things you can you know touch see feel in our show sit on sit on yeah but not use well <laughs> You can use a few of them, but yeah. yeah, there are plenty that you can't. So <laughs> yeah, important to mention that. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, the wall mount, you know, is something that I wanted to focus a little attention on because it's not something you can just rush out and get a wall mount and replace your existing right. you know, floor mount toilet. Right. Uh, there's a significant amount of work that needs to be done in order to have it one 
anchor to the wall to support the weight of the toilet plus the person on the toilet, but all the plumbing is in the wall. Right. Uh, easier to clean around. They look great, very stylish looking, um, but all the controls are in built into the wall. So it's very, they're very complicated from a plumbing standpoint uh, in comparison to other toilets. Right. It's something that you have to be familiar with. It's You absolutely can service it. Um, it's just that you've got, I don't know, we don't have a picture of it, but, or we do, on the wall hung, there's behind it um, that panel, which is a dual flush panel uh, mm-hmm. for a larger flush or a smaller flush. And removing that panel will give you access to anything that you need to service for that yeah. toilet, just like you would have on a tank exterior of the wall. Yep. But what you do get with a wall mount toilet is the space feels a lot bigger. Um, and it is, like you said, a lot easier to clean. There's a lot of those in Europe, and it's growing here, but certainly not the standard. But we do see a lot more people going to that. Yeah. But you do Very have good. to get over the hurdle of having the plumbing behind the wall, and it is yeah. doable. It's just it's a mental barrier for some people. How about bidets or um, bidet seats? That whole category is growing a whole lot faster than I thought it would. Yeah. Um, we see a lot of interest in that. and you can get into a very expensive bidet toilet that does a lot, or you can uh, get a bidet toilet seat and retrofit it onto an existing toilet. You just have to have water supply Mm -hmm. and electric near the toilet. So, which sometimes a lot of people don't have, but if you've got it, right, which, which is the one barrier, but um, there are models that kind of run the gambit with the bidet seat as far as price goes and, and functionality. Chris, thank you. This has been really helpful. I've really appreciated coming out today and uh, introducing everybody to the new showroom, the great things that you guys have going on there, uh, edging up on 100 years in business. And it's it's awesome to see. I mean, it's been very exciting to follow your success, uh, the company's success, and, of course, being in the the new state-of-the-art showroom has really been wonderful. So I thank you for coming on today, being our guest, and enlightening us with everything in the plumbing world, including hose bibs, which was, you know, the bonus for me. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you very much, Bryce. Love being here and love chatting with you. Thank Good. You. Well, we'll do it again sometime soon. As for the rest of you, let's do this again real soon. We're going to have more of these wonderful episodes of Above Grade coming up. We've got wonderful guests lined up for you. If you're interested in hearing about something we haven't talked about yet, or uh, there's just something wacky you'd like to share, we might even have you come into the studio and share your story or send us a video. You can do that by going to Above Grade at jsbrowncompany.com. That's a great way to email us, send us whatever you'd like, and we'll follow up with you for sure. If you don't want to send us anything, that's okay too. We certainly want you to tune in every week the best way you can. You can do that by listening to the podcast at iTunes. You can go to jsbrowncompany.com. You can download any episode that we've had over the last two years. But if you want to watch this, that's new to us. That's uh, YouTube. You can go check out what we're talking about. And uh, we've got a few of those episodes. And moving forward, every episode is going to be YouTube loaded. So this is Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company, bringing great news to you every week in the construction world. Hope you join us and have a great week. Boxland Media. Think big.